friends. Welcome to the Johnson City Living Podcast, where we learn about the people, places, events, and flavors that make Johnson City a lovely place to live. I'm your host, Colin Johnson, with the Colin and Carly Group and Keller Williams Realty. It is a beautiful September day here in Johnson City. A little damp, but you know what? That's not going to get our spirits down because I am pumped up. One of my favorite things in the world is hitting a golf ball. And so when I get to be around people that are even remotely around golf, it really excites me. And this guy is not only remotely, he is like invested. He is, it's all he lives and breathes, I think. Um, but we're going to learn all about what he does love. Um, it is, welcome to the podcast, everybody. Jake Amos, head golf coach at ETSU. <laughs> Thanks. For Crowd's going me. wild in the background. Um, so I'm going to let you introduce yourself a little bit. Tell the audience a little bit about Jake Amos. And am I saying your name correctly? Yeah, that's fine. Um, it's been said worse. I've, you know, I'm from England originally. I didn't. And, you didn't sound like you're from Elizabeth. Yeah, I'm not. I do actually tell people I'm from Irwin when mm. they ask where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I was born born in England, born and raised there, and then went to college in America. Went to Augusta State, um, 2006 to 10. Um, On a golf scholarship. Yeah. Uh, so you actually played golf in the past. Yeah, I played okay. golf in the past. Yeah, um, that's good. I'm giving a, a real cliff notes. It's good for a coach, uh, golf coach. I'm I'm going to dive in more. <laughs> You're good. You're good. Uh, so yeah, Augusta so State. I was at Augusta State, and then um, you know played professional for three years, and decided to get married, and didn't want to have that lifestyle when I got married. So I was like, "What am I qualified to do?" And literally, I was qualified for golf, and that was about it. Um, I did interview at Enterprise Rental Car actually <laughs> before I got into coaching, and then I got offered a job at, uh, to coach at South Florida, and then kind of just my career kind of took off after that. Nice. Uh, now, now I'm here. Now you're here in Johnson City. How long have you been in Johnson City? Uh, I got the job in 2018. Okay. Um, Fred Warren called me up and was like, "I'm retiring. Um, I want somebody to come in." And Johnson City and ETSU's a you know, a unique situation because they've only ever had two coaches here in 75 years or whatever it is. So I, um, he's like, look, I want to have a transition year. You know, you can be an assistant for a year and learn. I can introduce you to people, how it happens. And then, and then, uh, I took over and my first year as head coach was 19, 20 season. Nice. So, yep. Four years now. I think, yeah, four years. So you settled in for 40 years of coaching here? I would not be opposed to it. Okay. I, I love Johnson City. Yeah, isn't it great? Yeah. Okay, so that's number one question. What do you love about Johnson City? That's the first thing we ask everybody on the podcast. I mean, I, um, I, I've got to go back. I was at University of South Carolina. I was the associate head coach there before I came here. And I just Some of my friends call that the armpit of the South. Yeah. No, it's pretty. It's super hot. Yeah. It's like, crazy hot. You'll be at the beach and you drive to Columbia and it's hotter in Columbia than at the beach. You're like, yeah. how does this even work? I, I, it was awful. Yeah. Well, it was the middle, middle of summer. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to drive up. Fred was like, come up, come up. So I drove and the drive from Columbia to here beautiful. is amazing. And I love the mountains. And uh, I just remember calling my wife like, yeah, this is the place. I mean, because mm. we... Just had a baby and all that. So, um, you know, it was tricky back then because, I, I mean, I was broke. I, you know, assistant coaches don't make a lot. So we rented in this little 800-square-foot, two-bedroom apartment for a year and tried to find where we wanted to live. And uh, my, my, the, But the main thing I love is, like, 
you know, the people obviously are brilliant. Um, golf's important here. So I always felt really like appreciated everywhere I go. And, but for a family, like especially a young family, like my, my kids, um, I've got two boys now. They're my wife's homeschooling them and, you know, they go up to Buffalo mountain for mm. barefoot university. They go on hikes, you know, they got lakes, this, this, the crimes, I mean, coming from Columbia in a big city and then coming here and there's no traffic. You feel really safe. Yeah. yeah. And, and the climate, like, you know, it, you know, for golf, you think, oh, you want like, you know, cold weather or whatever, but it's nice. You know, you have to take some time where you can just chill out and mm-hmm. try something else. So I, I genuinely like everything about it. I think it's a hidden gem and I'm kind of, it's getting busier and, and bigger, and I'm kind of upset about it. Me too. I'm a little bit. <laughs> as we listen, and you guys are listening out there, our secret is out. You're hearing about us. We're on Fox News. We're like the number three place in the world I didn't know that. to buy a house now. Yeah, I moved to. Um, because of all the things you said. Yeah. Um, number one, and um, over and over, it's, you know, everybody loves the people here. And then two, it's like, like you said, all the amenities and resources it has to offer. It's, um, it's awesome. Yeah. So, okay. Um, We'll get into some other questions here in a second, but so you, when did you start playing golf? Um, because I'm interested in golf. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I was. Golf. You don't probably. I was want big to into golf. football when I was younger, which is soccer. soccer yeah. Yep. Um, I, I've been. My wife keeps telling me not to call it soccer because the kids. Anyway, that's another. Story. Right, it's confusing. Yeah, like what are they playing on TV with the helmets? It's yeah. football. Yeah, and you're like, no, it's not. So I did that, and then uh, my dad was big into golf. Um, so was my mom, and. Uh, when I was about nine or 10 around that time, my dad was like, you know, because w- when I started out, like now you can get little kids clubs, but back then it was like, there was nothing. No, like, you had to like cut them in half. You had to cut them. <laughs> like I had ladies cut down clubs. I'd foam in my golf bag to stop them. Dropping oh, that's down. a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So then I, you know, I started out and I was like, I was kind of into it. I was okay. And then we moved, um, house moved completely to a different area and i didn't have any friends obviously moving house and my dad just dropped me off at the golf course and said go for it and he would literally drop me off at 7 a.m in the summer <laughs> pick me up at 7 p.m and then i i just got really good uh i was there all day played 54 holes a day probably uh i mean i got i got kind of hooked and uh, then I went to high school. My dad would take me to the golf course at sunlight. I'd play nine holes, go to school. I'd, then I'd come back from school, play another nine holes, finish the 18 off. And then, you know, that's kind of was my life. It's a, I guess you'd call it during like middle school times. You feel like you were self-taught a lot or did you have lessons during that? Um, I was self-taught till I was about 12, 13. My dad was a pretty good golfer. But he just left me to it, um, mm-hmm. which was awesome because, you know, I had to figure it all out. But um, when I got better at golf, like to a level where, okay, I started playing tournaments and I'd win a lot. And then I was like, I probably should try and take this to the next level. And then I got picked for the England team when I was like 13, I think. Um, so the England boys team. Okay. So then I was like, okay, yeah, I must be pretty good. Um, and I kind of just kicked on and started taking it more serious after, after got, you know, in that situation. What's in there like a, um, amateur event that's between countries or anything. Did you play in that deal? 
Oh yeah, I mean, there's that you have the Walker Cup. Yeah, um, that was the one I'm thinking yeah, about. Yeah, did you is, get to play in that? I didn't. I was okay. not good enough for that. It's that's basically GB and I, Great Britain and Ireland versus yeah. USA. Yeah, and it's it's happening next year in St Andrews, and one of my players is actually probably going to get in the GB and I team for that. Um, cool. Well, I'll carry his bag or yeah. shoes or whatever. Yeah, you no, just I'm drag gonna, me I'm, along. You come. Yeah, yeah. we're going to have a big. I'm Big sure entourage. a lot of ETSU people will want to come to St. Andrews in September. Yeah. Uh, um, sounds rough. So, like, yeah, that's kind of how I got started. And then um, it just kind of progressed from there, really. Okay. Then you – so you were an amateur, really good English team. Yeah. And then when did you decide, hey, I think I'm going to give it a shot on the tour? Well, I always thought once, once I started playing really competitively as a junior, I always thought I would – play professional golf like really actually you know one thing that's big different from international to americans is like none of us think about college really like it's not a thing um you know it gets to a point where you're like okay do you want to continue my education mm -hmm. or but when i was 17 18 i, I was barely going to school high right. school i was playing golf all the time all the time and i'm like i'm gonna make it you know i'm gonna be on tour i'm gonna make it and one thing that happened to me is um, I went over to um, Utah to play in a – just to see my sister was over in college over there, and I was like, I'm, I'm going to go play a tournament. I won it. And I went on a couple visits, and I came back, and I'm like, wow. I mean, the facilities and college and the girls, I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> and then I uh, – Play golf with a friend of mine. He, he actually just won on the European Tour last week. His name's Oliver Wilson. Ooh. Um, yeah, great guy. And we played just for fun. And he asked me, so are you going to go to college? I said, well, no, but I've been getting all these emails from coaches. Um, and I just hadn't responded. And he's like, you should do it. I went. And I went to Augusta. And it was the best time of my life. Met my wife there. He's like, I just think you should do it. You know, professional golf's hard, and doing it as an 18-year-old, you might struggle. Even and, harder, right? Yeah, and so I was like, all right. I literally that day, I called the Augusta State coach up. I said, hey, you know, I want to I want to come to Augusta. You still got a spot? And he said, yeah, come on. And that was like three months before school started. <laughs> and I didn't visit. I just flew in and, and did it. So your buddy went there. You were like, okay. That was it? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Like my mom went to Memphis from England. She grew up in um, in, in England, and um, her dad had been to Memphis, only town she, they had ever been to. Um, and he said, "Well, it's nothing like England. It's warm and sunny and warm." And so she said, "Okay, I'll go to college there." Yeah. And then uh, she met my dad there, and oddly, because my dad had an aunt who worked in the U.S. Embassy in London, and my Mom had an aunt who worked in the USNC and um, then back then they didn't have, hey, you should text him or whatever. They was like, you should write him a letter or whatever. Anyway, they, <laughs> they wound up getting together out of nowhere. That's so, nice. Yeah. So I think it's, it's just interesting how people influence you. And so like you ruled out the other thousand colleges because your oh. friend said, hey, you should go to Augusta State. What's really funny is um, – you're probably getting like, like Purdue. I, I mean, I like have no Pepperdine idea. was looking at you and all kinds of different I places. I have no idea. You could say, do you want to go to Georgia or do you want to go to Augusta? And I have no idea. You could, you know. Yeah. And looking back at it, it's funny. I, I responded to the Virginia coach um, who's actually still there. And he was right, raving about school and all this in his email. And I just responded, I don't even go to school. 
you know, so. I need to go somewhere where there's no school, but lots of golf. And it was funny. And I get a degree. Because I kind of, now I'm influencing kids in school, which is funny. But <laughs> so like, I. Um, Feel hypocritical. I mean, I, I was so bad in high school. I, I was academically ineligible. Okay. And it was the best thing that happened to me because, so I couldn't play division one golf. Gotcha. So at the last minute they said, okay, you can play division two. You can play one year and then transfer in. So I went to a small school in South Carolina called Lander, played there, loved it. And that's where I met my wife. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then she was on the soccer team and then I transferred after a year to Augusta and, um, we got really, really lucky. We had a great team, um, won two national championships. So, nice. Yeah, it was a couple of my teammates have gone on to do brilliant things. Um, so, yeah, it's been fun. That's and, it. And then that's kind of what we got. I just fell in love with college golf after that. Gotcha. Yeah. So you fell in love with college golf after, but you went pro for a little while. Yeah. So I, yeah. Where, was that, where did that fall into the? So like, uh, I graduated 2010, and um, you know I, I was I was ready to try it. Um, I had a pretty good college career, and I was like, you know what, I might as well give this a go. And uh, I went to Asia, went to Thailand, tried to qualify for the Asian Tour, just missed out. Then I went back home to England, played there for a year, kind of on the mini tour stuff. I did okay, but I also at the time was like. You know, I love America. I want to go back there. Um, so I, wa- I got what they call a P1 visa, which is a basically an athlete athlete's visa, uh, which was kind of a hard process actually. But um, got it submitted, came back to Augusta. And I played played in America for about a year, um, but I didn't really have any success. And I'm like, this is three years now. I'm living paycheck to paycheck, and I kind of knew I wanted to marry my wife. And I'm like, I don't want to make her work so I can go play golf and have to make a putt to pay rent. Right. I'm like, that's just, and I kind of, it's a grind. Like mini tour, if you're not on top, top of any level, it's it's not easy yeah. like, mentally or anything. Um, so I'm like, you know what? I was really done with it. I was fine. It was the hardest thing was to tell my parents I was done with it because, right. you know, they want me to be successful. Right. And, I, and I did have some success, but nothing to justify keep going yeah. and uh yeah and that's how i fell into coaching after that so then you where was your first college coaching gig um like i said i interviewed at enterprise <laughs> and i was like i gotta find something i'm getting married i can either in a month rent cars out or, yeah. yeah and my old coach josh gregory um he helped me a ton like coaching is very much connection based mm-hmm. like because I didn't realize when I was getting into it how hard it is to get into coaching. I mean, if I if I, you know, put a coaching job up now for an assistant coach, I would have a hundred people apply for one spot. I mean, it's a great lifestyle and everything. So um, he just made calls for me. Said one of my former players is trying to get into coaching. You know, I'm sure he lied a little bit. Said he's a great guy and all that. And <laughs> got a good personality. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, a guy called Chris Malloy. At South Florida, he's he calls me. He's like, I'm not paying anything. He's like, but I need an assistant, and so I went down to University of South Florida, and I got really lucky because the team was really good when I got there. 
Um, he just wanted me to play with the guys because I was still a pretty good player then and just keep them competitive. And he taught me so much. Like, he threw me in and said, do this, run this tournament, you know, recruit. And I didn't know how to do anything. Just figuring it and out. And he just said, figure it out, you know. And if I struggled and I asked him, he'd be like, figure it out. Yeah. And it was the best thing ever. I mean, it was extremely stressful. But um, I stayed there a year. And I stayed there a year, and uh, he went to Ole Miss as the head coach. Uh, he got a new job. Um, and I was going to go with him, um, very close to going with him. But um, a, another guy that I'd met, Rob Bradley, he um, he called me up. He's like, hey, I've got an assistant job open at Purdue. Um, you know, And he, he, just, he just recruited me. And he, it turned out to be the greatest decision because – I actually spoke to him right before I got on the podcast. He's a, one of my best friends still. He comes to, we, we keep in touch pretty much every day, but had two years with him at Purdue, which was an awesome experience. Um, you know, big school, Midwest. Yeah. Um, I still love Purdue now, um, and I'm a big fan of every one of their sports. Um, but it turned out we, were, we, we, we got pregnant, Oh, Did weird. your wife have a hard time moving a bunch? I mean, it sounds like a coaching life. You... Oh, she's, yeah. At first, she was like, it was fun for her. You know, she'd never left really South Carolina. So she never got on a plane, actually. She grew before. up in South Carolina? Yeah. What's her name? Danny. Danny. Yeah. Okay. And uh, she'd never flown, you know, before. And then we dated for seven years. Oh, wow. Um, so she flew all over with me. But, yeah, she kind of knew my life, like my lifestyle as a professional golfer. Mm -hmm. And then... And then as a coach, he kind of knew it's never really settled. But we got pregnant and um, we were about to buy a house in Purdue. Like I said, we loved it. And it was a crazy time. I got, I got a phone call from South Carolina to be their assistant. I got a phone call from Georgia Tech to be their assistant. And I was closing on my house in like two days. Oh, wow. So I was like, I've really got to make a decision. And we kind of just kind of made a snap decision to go back to South Carolina because she's having a baby. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was fine being in the SEC and everything, but we didn't really ever settle in there. Um, and for whatever reason, and I was, I was very ambitious. I wanted to be a head coach. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was, a, that was a tough couple of years, actually. But, you know, we found out, got so – in coaching, you can't pick where you live. Like it's you go where the work is, and when when I came up here, I'm like, yeah, this is it. This is so, it. So, you know, we've been really happy ever since. Yeah. And Fred was here. Fred Warren, our, your predecessor. Yeah. What twenty? Oh, thirty something. Years. Thirty something 30, years. Hal Morrison was there thirty something years. I, um, yeah, I got to know Fred a little bit, but not just regimented. Like, just seemed like. And did he have a golf background? Um, yeah, he played at UCLA I think, okay. back in the day. He See? he recruited me. Yeah, actually, when I was, he came to Italy and watched me play when I was playing for England. Nice. Yeah, and he ended up taking a couple other people instead of me, better people actually. Probably he did a good thing. Seamus Power and all those guys. I heard um, Rory was about to sign yep. to come here. No, he did sign. Yeah, he did sign, and then yep. turned backed out at the last minute to go pro. Turned pro. Yeah, good decision. <laughs> turned out okay. <laughs> turned out okay for him. Yeah, see back back when I was growing up uh in, in golf, you know, a lot of my friends um went came here. Um it was a big GB and I place. You know, I actually wanted to come here and 
it didn't work out. To ETSU? Um, yeah. So how did that get started? Like the connection? I know I had a friend who used to coach tennis and he had a huge South American connection. And so you get this yeah, great you just get, connection. It, like it's my friend told me to go Augusta. I gotcha. Know? Right. So it's like, Hey, I've been to Johnson city. It's yeah, awesome. You, you know, don't, like, you don't like, um, like where's that on the map? Anyone basically. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. Like, Oh, you got this American salesman coach. Right. Tell me to come to Alabama. Right. Like you're going to talk to your friends and they're going to say, Hey, come here. And that's basically what happens. Like it's happening to me right now with some of my guys, but, um, yeah. So like Reese Davis came, who was world number one back in the day. Yeah. And then he get goes back and everyone sees his bag. Everyone sees he's playing there. And then everyone's like, I want to go there yeah, you know, and play with him, be that guy. And it just kind of snowballs. Um, and he goes up and down like you, you still got to recruit him and get lucky with the right kid. But yeah, that's kind of how it, I think that's how it happened. And then he, then Fred moved more to like Eastern Europe and got Adrian Moronk, who's killing it right now. Um, top 50 in the world, won the Irish Open. Oh, wow. Yeah. So then when I came in, I, I'd put, I had to put my own identity on recruiting. Sure. But yeah. Still feel like you're in the shadow a little bit? No. No, Fred's done. He, he's been like when he when he decided to quit, he quit. Yeah, like he knew that he, I'm turning over the reins, and he, if I'm he, around, I'm, you're not the coach. Not many people love golf more than love ETSU golf more than him, and he knows the worst thing he could have done to me was be around. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you know, just he let me go. I and, think that's a true sign of a leader. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I appreciate it a lot because you know we're different people. I'm I'm a bit more relaxed than him probably, and he's a bit more disciplined than down the line. And you know, I, I'm I'm not re- I'm like that sometimes, but yeah. I needed to make my own culture, and I think he knew that. Is he still local? I haven't seen him I think in a so. while. Yeah, I haven't seen him either. Yeah, I need I to think so. I need to reach out to him. Okay, so tell me about um, the season coming up. You guys are already starting to play, or are you getting ready to? Uh, we leave today, actually. Where are we going? We're going to Scottsdale. Um, Got room on the bus. No, actually. Dang it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Milligan, mate. Oh, no. Milligan. Do you have to drive out to Scottsdale? Absolutely not. Good. Um, we are driving to Charlotte today, though, um, to fly out there. Okay. We had, we've had some nightmare travel days coming out of Tri-Cities with delays and missing connections. And when you've got a big group with loads of bags, it's a nightmare. So Yeah. So if anybody's listening who has like a G6 just laying around, yeah. just donate it to the golf team. That would be lovely. That would yeah. be nice. Yeah. There's a few golf teams that do that. Yeah. Annoying. Purdue probably has their own plane. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the SEC schools do. But I also don't like the precedent in a sense. It's a nice treat, but we're blue collar. We, you know, we, right. We're, we're kind of down to earth folks. Yeah, we're, we're not like bougie. We don't mind. No. Nah. You know, so we're. You guys could walk it if they had to. They would. Yeah. They just want to. They Sean. just want to beat people, honestly. That's great. I know some kind of nasty dudes, but um, <laughs> yeah, we 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 start today. The field, um, it's the Maui Gym Intercollegiate. It's a it's a really, I mean, it's probably one of the best fields in the country. Um, and that's one thing I tell my guys a lot. I'm like, you know, my first year here, we were ranked before COVID hit. We were ranked 21 when the season ended, and then. Next, the year after, you know, we we had a really good year. Um, we played, we won conference, won regionals, and then made national championship. And everything's just been getting better the year after. Mm-hmm. And that's trying to what I tell my guys. Like, 
all this stuff, all this nice stuff Footjoy gives us and all this great schedule we have and all this nice things Ping give us is nothing to do with you. Right. It's the last year's team. Right. You know, like they're the ones who got you invited to this tournament. Yeah. You want to keep coming, you got to represent. You got to do it again for the next year's team. And that's kind of how I kind of try and tell the guys because it's very easy to think, oh, yeah, I deserve this. I'm mm. great. I'm a freshman. Right. You know, you know, and I get all this stuff. Give it to me. And no, you haven't earned anything. The right. team before you put you, gave you this opportunity. Yeah. And that's kind of like we have a great history of golf at ETSU and, you know, it's down to all these other players. Yeah. Everything we have, our nice facility and all the donors we have and nice support, it's all down to t players in the past. Mm -hmm. Looking like towards the future, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. And they want to keep it going. Oh, yeah. And that's why they support 100%. it. But I think it's important for the this these kids on the team now to realize that. Like, it's not about them, really. It's about everyone, what everyone else has given them. Yeah. And they've got to do it for the next people. And that's right. why I love college sports, because alumni giving back and things like that it's it's a huge part of it yeah so what do you tell the guys all right we're getting ready to tee it up it's the first tournament we're gonna you know there's a big team you could win this thing right yeah what is it how do you prepare them like mentally what are you telling well these guys? we got some really, obviously they know how to hit a golf ball yeah i mean we got some really good players right now um it's probably the and for our listeners like what's a really good player like par 72 most places What's an what, like what on average? What's an, uh, one of your really good players shooting? It's hard to it's hard to say here because let's say for instance um, we play Blackthorn and Virginian mainly. Okay, yep. okay? we're playing as far back as it gets. Yep, every time, uh -huh. any weather. If you're for three rounds, if you're not shooting eleven to sixteen under, you're not winning. Okay. Yeah. That's strong. So, did you yeah. make them play yesterday in the rain? I saw them on the t shirt. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they played yesterday. Oh, yeah. No, just nine holes. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, so it's really hard to say. Like, we when we go to John City Country Club, we have guys shoot 61, 62. Right. Um, they just light it up. I mean, they hit it so far now. I mean, you can't even, unless you're watching it, you can't realize it. Like, <laughs> you can't even see it as yeah. far as I hit it. Like, uh, it's crazy. And, you know, we've got two guys. We've got Archie Davies. He's our, probably our best player. He was an All-American last year. Um, he's going to play in the Walker Cup. He's top 50 in the world. Oh, wow. Um, and Matt Segge, he's, um, he's around 100 in the world. He just, I mean, Archie just finished ninth in the world amateur last week. Matt's finished, I think, 20th or something like that. So... You know, I don't really have to tell them a lot. Right. When you get a really good culture, the less less is more. Right. Like I don't, you know, my seniors and upperclassmen are my enforcers. They know what I like. Um, so really when you get started, like in 2019, I had to set the tone, what I expect. And there's a lot of communication, a lot of talking. Okay, this is what I want. What? I, but then eventually those guys, those freshmen – you know, they've set the tone and now they just do it for me. And I just sit back and try and decide who's playing, basically. But I don't need to motivate them. Like, we've we've been in the national championship the last two years. We've played a really good schedule the last couple of years as well against some big teams, won a lot. So, like, they, they expect to win. So they know that's, a, like, minimum mm -hmm. expectation. So I don't really tell them anything. Gotcha. I just I, more just try and 
create a um, us against them deal. You know, Tennessee, they, they get all this stuff. It's all nice, you know. But, you know, I can't cuss, but, <laughs> you know, we... You know, we but we you're like, get out there, boys, and get yeah, busy. Yeah, they, they don't need... If anything, I'll probably get them too hyped up sometimes, but, yeah. We, it's working. We, yeah, it's working. We got, like I said, we got some great, great guys, and I expect us to go out and play well. Um, a preseason ranking came out. We got ranked... Two different rankings. We were twenty-five and twenty-seven, which I, I actually think that's a little bit low. It should have. We should have been around sixteen to eighteen, probably. Gotcha. But so that got you fired up a little bit. Yeah, Let's I mean, go. these Golf Channel and Golf Week people, they just can't stop looking at Power Five. Right. Basically, we're, we're the best ranked mid-major team in the country right now. Yeah, but they still don't recognize our guys until you start whipping up on them yeah yeah and yeah i just i send it in the group text and i don't even say anything and they just they start talking about it i can't repeat what my guys say but they just they get them going (laughs) oh i love it that's fun that's fun what do you and danny love to do in johnson city what's something fun you guys like to do here and we're going to jump out of that we're big foodies i mean i am anyway yeah i I love food i do too Uh, so good and it's getting better here. It really is. Yeah. When we first got here, there wasn't much. Um, but coming from England, right? I mean, like, it's all way better. I mean. I mean, English food's pretty terrible. It's know? it's not the best. Well, I say that. There are some few things. You've got to know where you're going. True. Like if. Fish if and know, chips in a pub are fantastic. If you know where you're going in England, you can find good food. Okay. But the problem is you don't know where you're going. And, yeah. Like here, if you're a tourist. You know you can go to, I don't know, Outback and right. get a steak that's the same in any town. But you can't do that back home. No. It's all individual. There's no, not really any chain. The only chain's fast food, really. Um, we but, should open Outbacks in the UK. Oh, you should open Chick-fil-A. Oh, we would kill it. They'd kill it. The five, uh, five Guys opened back home and it's killing it. Um, but we're big foodies and uh, we love the outdoors, too. So we like walking or going for walks and... How old are your boys now? Uh, they just turned six and three on Sunday. Oh, nice! Same birthday. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's pretty cool. So we had a we had a party out at uh, Willow Springs Park and yeah. just hung out. Yeah, we've got a lot of great parks. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, um, they like the zoo too. Actually. What's your favorite place to eat? You and Danny go on a date. Um, that is a great. Or top three we could do for our listeners. I, I, I love Cafe 111. Uh-huh. Are you um, a sushi guy? A big sushi guy. Yeah. I, I literally eat sushi every dime on the road. Yeah. It's delicious. And, and I, healthy, I, I think. I had a player, Shiso Go, Japanese player, and I, mm-hmm. I miss him because we used to, like, gang up on the team when we're on the road. Like, we're going to eat sushi. And, like, because a lot of people don't like it. Yeah. But we're like, we're doing it. If you want to play on this team, you'll like it. <laughs> so. Got to eat sushi. I love, I love that. I, I really like the new... Um, I really like the new restaurant here. One, one is it? A one shell. Well, yeah, well, yeah. That that was pretty nice mm-hmm. too. Um, my team loves label. Yep. Same group. Yeah. 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 Stir and, fry uh, group. I like Raphael. Gourmet. I like gourmet too. Yeah. Um, it's hard to beat. It's hard to beat that. I, I, you know, I used to take the team there. It got a little expensive. Yeah. Uh, but, Donors were like, really? <laughs> yeah. You spent a thousand bucks on dinner. Like, well, but, they did win the you know yeah. Southern Conference team. Too. But I, I, I know I'm missing one, but I do. You know what I like? At my lunch spot, I love um, Shamrock. 
Yes. Like I feel like that is Pimento cheese. Do you get their Pimento cheese sandwich? I get the Reuben literally every time. Really? Okay. But I always think people forget about it. It is like on the back burner. Yeah. So the Shamrock for listeners is like this unbelievable tobacco cigar store, but they also sell food and unbelievable milkshakes. Yes. So I'll go. They also make keys. So I'm always making, getting keys made. And so anytime I need a key made. I did not know that. I go there. They've got the old machine that actually works so that when you get there and you put the key in the lock, it works because the new ones are kind of goofy. And um, it's fantastic. So I'll go get a key and I'll get a, a milkshake. But I haven't eaten lunch there much. I've gotten a, uh, their pimento cheese sandwich. I always time. forget about it. And then yeah. I went there the other day and they have a little secret thing downstairs where you can sit. and Kind of in sh- the back. Yeah. I'm sure it's like a fight. I mean, I walked down there. There's like. Six old boys in there that look like they've been there all morning. The rumor is that's where they used to run the city. Like all the guys would get together back Honestly, there. Honestly, I could see that. And that's probably why the sunshine law is in effect now because they used to make deals <laughs> back there and say, now you got to meet in public. Uh, but, but yeah, I feel like it's a really underappreciated yes. place. Jack Cox is a great guy. He's been running that thing forever. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I bought a t-shirt there. I love it so much. Oh, it's fantastic. I just love the smell of it. So yeah. when you come to town, check out the Shamrock. Okay. Um, anything that I didn't ask you that you're you'd like to share with us? Um, no, not. I mean, I. You know, it's easy to talk about my team a lot because I'm in season. That's all I'm thinking right. about. But you know, just as a place, I think um, you know, I became an American citizen this summer. Oh, right? congratulations! Yeah. That's awesome. And sometimes I think people don't realize how great America is, honestly. I think we take it for granted. You, because I've, I've traveled a lot. Uh, I've lived in England. And England's a, a great place, it's too. It's beautiful, but, but yeah, it's not America. This place, people just have no idea how good, how good they have it. You know, and I just get so tired of people complaining and bitching. And, no know, whining. I'm like, just get off social media. Oh, gosh. And go live and enjoy the town. Yeah. Like, you've got, within an hour of here, you've got so much you can do. Oh, yeah. And I struggle with it. My job is social media, a lot of it. Yeah. And so you're having like, to see I'm it. I'm having to do it. Respond to comments and, and different stuff. But my, I just want to say, like, go out and, like, we have a rule on my team. My wife wishes I had it at home. But, but I make all my guys put the phone in the middle and stack it up. And it's amazing what they talk about. Yeah. You know, because if I didn't do it, everyone would just be on their phones. Right. But I just think this place is so incredible. Like the golf courses here, I love golf. You know, the old farm, Virginian, Diamond Creek, Grandfather. All within an hour, we've got incredible golf courses. You've got millions of hikes. I, the best thing about Johnson City is I've been here four years and I'm still finding out new stuff to do. Yeah. And I had no idea. And people tell us, like, we, I went on a salamander hunt a couple of weeks ago up at Buffalo Mountain. Yeah. And there was, like, 20 people there. And there are bunches of salamanders. Yeah. I used to catch them all the time as a kid. I, I was love like, it. this is, yeah. my, my kids are doing it, you know, and I, I just love it. But yeah. Yeah, that's my, I, I just want to say that, like, you know. And see, I think, too, when, yeah, I get it. We're, I think we do take it for granted, America. And I feel like on a lot of the social media, they're using it to divide us for some reason. And, you know, we turn the narrative very negatively, you know, 
You know, and I was just thinking back because um, September 11th is coming up, you know, and it helped change the course of my life to get into real estate. Um, but when, surrounding that time, which was awful, you know, for the country, we actually came together. And yeah. it helped, you know, as sad as it as it was for sure, like just heartbreaking um, as I tear up. But um, it brought us together as a country. And um and I miss that, that feel, you know, like yeah. we just, the pride we had as Americans. And I think the narrative is changing to just get us off track for some reason. And I don't, I don't understand it or there, like it. And there's um, no, there's no neutral ground. No. Like you can't have conversations about it. And even in the team environment, you know, we don't allow talk about it, you know, politics or anything like yeah. that. Because, you know, it always divides people right. typically, especially right now. But, um, you know, there's no, you can't really have any good communication about really tough issues mm -hmm. because everyone's so like offended if you don't think the way they think. So to me, I, my wife hates it because she likes to try and talk to me about it. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. I'd much rather just, let's just go on a walk and talk about something else. Yeah. You know, and Get out. And, that's and your day's going to be better, right? Yeah, <laughs> and well, you're not like, solving the problem by just, you know. I mean, ignorance is bliss sometimes, but uh -huh. I think, I think uh, if people just like chilled out about it and like nothing major is happening right now, we just got to go out and enjoy where we live. And I'm trying to be better at that because I just think we need to disconnect from all those big stuff. But yeah, no, I agree. I, I love America. I love love johnson city well we we love that you love it and you're here and the team's doing well and yep. that um the future's bright for etsu go that helps like if the team was doing bad i'd probably hate it <laughs> <laughs> johnson city's the worst i'm moving back to Irwin where i came from yeah yeah <laughs> i love Irwin, by the way i, I love it too one. it is <laughs> apple festival i think has that already happened oh, that already happened yeah. anyway well thank you so much good luck Thank and you. Scottsdale. And um, thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, no worries. Um, and then, um, oh, how can our listeners connect with you? Oh, you're on Twitter, you said. Yeah, team, team has Twitter and Instagram mainly. Okay. Um, Is that the best way to get you? That's the best way, yeah. yeah. And same, same with me. I'm on I'm on there too, but I don't really post anything but my kids. Yeah. If you want to follow me, <laughs> See us cute boys running around. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I enjoyed our conversation. I hope our listeners have as well. To all our listeners, thank you guys for listening and joining the conversation. And again, um, I'm Colin Johnson with the Colin and Carly Group and Keller Williams Realty. If you want to make a move to Johnson City, call me. If you want to invest, if you want to rent your property out, we do all of that stuff, everything real estate related. So thanks again for listening. Have a great day.